trying to think what else do you want to like elaborate more on like why you take shrooms or what you like about (laughs) shrooms like um instead of just saying that you do them (laughs) (laughs) i like briefly i've been like very apprehensive on like podcast well i want this to like I, i like i i've been very apprehensive well why do you take shrooms why are unless you don't want to talk about it um no i don't mind talking about it yeah yeah i think psychedelics are something it's like a touchy subject because they aren't for everyone Mm -hmm. like even though people like to say everyone should you know should open their minds to um i mean like psychedelics have been used in medicine and like there's obviously something to it Mm -hmm. that we it's like a drug that we can like use to control our minds by like kind of losing control of our minds yeah if that i don't know if that means anything (laughs) no yeah it's like awareness you know um uh, some some girl in new york said to me which i hadn't like heard the a way of like describing shrooms like that but after she said i was like oh yeah totally she was like oh yeah she was debating taking shrooms she's like i heard shrooms she's like very by the book i heard shrooms make you smarter and i thought about that i'm like yeah they kind of do it elevates your awareness and what is intelligence without it being awareness that's like what intelligence is is seeing above yourself and so Mm -hmm. like that's what shrooms does it gives you a different perspective gives you intelligence it gives you awareness so it is like it for that reason as soon as i i took shrooms for the first time um i think i was like 18 i don't think i was like that young um or maybe 19 and um i immediately my brain immediately enjoyed it like immediately i was like this clicks love this drug um and it was the awareness thing and it's as soon as i saw it give me awareness i became kind of addicted to it i was like i'm going to use this now to find out things because Mm -hmm. this is like a crazy like from the earth kind of legal um (laughs) um it's not and i that's that's what made me so enticed with shrooms is um also too i kind of ended up using it as a form of escapism a little bit um definitely a little bit um but i don't know i think i think for me with shrooms it's just tapping into your unconscious and that's so exciting i love tapping into my unconscious i i did a shroom i did a shroom trip in uh london by myself and um it's funny because like i i would go in with like intentions not really i wasn't like doing it that seriously like i'm gonna have a rooted intention i just would go and think about things and then see what would come up and i like you find out all these other things that aren't that deep and i actually never went to these like deep hard-hitting things of like things that are like probably really integral to my growth but i found out a lot of things like i'm i was telling i said this to my sister i'm like deeply obsessed with beauty and like i realized how painful my obsession with beauty actually is um like i i i remember said to my mom i came back i get think from the tra- i go you guys never told me i was obsessed with beauty <laughs> like just why why didn't you guys tell me this like i was the last to know <laughs> but it's like so obvious now <laughs> like <laughs> no, literally and now it's just like so obvious and of course i was a kid that was obsessed with beauty i loved clothes i loved this i loved everything to be beautiful in my life like mm-hmm. everything had to be pretty and like that's just a lover of aesthetics in me like i really love aesthetics and i i find value in it but there's also beauty like within yourself that's like painful you know like the woman's like like um obligation to stay beautiful is painful beauty and pain are like very close to each other um so i I like shrooms because 
Um, it just makes you find out things about yourself. I think shrooms help me like ground myself a little bit too of just like find out like what I, it makes you kind of brings you back to maybe who you really are. Would you say, or what would you um, say? Yeah. I think that, um, the thoughts you feel on shrooms or like think on shrooms are pr- very honest. Mm-hmm. Like you don't, you can't like help, but like just, they just like flow in a sense. Like even if you like are looking at someone and you're kind of like seeing negative things about them, like those are things you've probably like never realized you thought before, mm-hmm. you know, you just like see it's a, it's literally giving you a different perspective, but it's still your brain mm-hmm. thinking those things. Have you ever like on shrooms, like seen something, like looked at someone, you can't look at them the same. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Like what? Like what's an incident? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know like why, um, like if it's a subconscious thing that you already were thinking about them, but like if you feel negatively about them in some way, like you will see it on shrooms. Mm-hmm. And like I've seen people where um, the first time I like tripped on shrooms, like I didn't mean to, (laughs) like I thought it was microdosing and someone said it's chocolate and like it's just a small amount, which it was, but it was enough for me to like see like, you know, the walls moving, like just kind of a little bit of like a, whoa, like I'm on drugs. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't know like what shrooms were supposed to do. I thought it was just to make you see weird things. Yeah. Um. And I had, like, been drinking that night, and I was out with friends, and we were at a friend's apartment, and, like, he stood up and was, like, um, talking to us, and he stood up, and he just, like, kept getting bigger and darker (laughs) as he stood up. He just, like, I was, like, oh, my God, like, this person is scaring the shit out of me, and I don't know why. He's literally just talking to me, but it felt like he was just, like, leaning over me and, like, talking down. Yeah. And I felt, like, myself getting smaller, and... um, yeah but that was something that I think I felt like that was like an intuition thing that like I just felt that I maybe wouldn't have seen yeah if I was just like out drinking with friends and you don't really care you're not like looking to see that deeply into anything yeah but you kind of can't help it when you're on shrooms everything just becomes like clear deep and clear yeah Yeah, just like there's no avoiding it which is like also why people can be like scared or have like a bad shroom trip i feel like because like their minds can just like run with it and then the anxiety that you know you get from that can turn into a whole yeah thing (laughs) luckily i feel like we both handle drugs pretty well to where like we can control (laughs) we don't have to put this in like but yeah but we We can like control like our minds enough to to like use it for good yeah yeah which not everybody can do. So, like, that's why I'm like, I don't yeah. think drugs are for everybody. Like, they, psychedelics, I mean. Drugs in general certainly are, aren't for everyone. And I've been, like, super apprehensive. Actually, when I started this podcast, I was like, I'm never... The one thing I'm going to talk... Never going to bring up is, like, my drug use. Like, because what's... It's kind of like... I don't want to, like, condone it. I don't want to condone it. And, like, also, too, I've been, like, very liberal about it my whole life. Like, since I couldn't remember. So, mm-hmm. that's not... And it's and because I've turned out like not addicted to it, I'm I'm worried like someone's gonna think it's fine to do those drugs because I turned out fine or something like that. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's just something in the back of my head of like you can handle drugs fine. You were fine at least so far. Who knows what happens so far? <laughs> but um, <laughs> I don't know. I all possibilities are open for me. But um, like that's now I I actually got convinced by not convinced Robin I love you but my my sound person my editor was like I don't think it's that big of a deal and I kind of was just like yeah like she's right like it's like I'm gonna and I kept like part of my I kept 
in my podcast with Stella, I talked about shrooms and I kept like a little bit of like the whole drug talk we talked about of shrooms. And I just kept the shroom part in and I am now coming to the conclusion of like the people that watch my videos aren't like 14. Like they're probably my age, like and or older. Um, and like I was talking to also Jeff, like Jeff Wittick, and he, I we were talking about the same thing because he brought up drugs on his podcast. And I was like, I don't know, like because I could easily share so many stories, but like I don't know. If, if that's what I want to put out, like, of yeah, this here's I'm the girl that will try every drug, <laughs> this is my brand. Um, but yeah, shrooms I'm okay with talking about. Um, mm-hmm. just because, like, I really do, like, if I'm gonna advocate for something that's honest to me and has helped me, it is shrooms, um, and other psychedelics as well. Um, other, yeah, I guess psychedelics, yeah, yeah, psychedelics. Um, but now like i'm kind of at the point where i'm just like gonna be honest with that and like i mean shroom yeah shrooms are natural yeah and like if i feel like it's a kind of a safe like if you were gonna try any drug i feel like shrooms and weed are kind of safe to say like you're not gonna get fucked up well no 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 no. i mean it's are they like shrooms and weed is fine if you have like no pre-existing medical issues because otherwise yeah. they are the worst that's actually. the thing is everyone's brain is different you can't say that like any drug is going to be good for you like it could there's no universal drug that works for everyone that's yeah. like why there's multiple things but um if, if you have the like a if you're non if you're not that anxious i would say shrooms is really good for you if you're not like i'm a very anxious person actually oh, and i feel oh, like I shrooms has that helped you're me with technically that. anxious yeah yeah <laughs> technically anxious. <laughs> because obviously you're we're not anxious in our relationship i don't feel like yeah you're anxious you know like yeah. you don't come off i'm not like scarlet's and my anxious friend like i don't yeah i don't view that of you yeah but i do remember that you struggle with anxiety as well yeah yeah well then you're that that would completely debunk my argument but um i i guess mm-hmm. i'm more so referring to like the people i have talked to about my my position on drugs is don't do it this is what i've always said since i was younger don't do it unless you really want to do it no one's going to tell me to do a drug i don't want to do I'm going to do it because I really want to try it. If you're on the fence, don't do it. Like, that's how I view it. Yeah, so the people that are, like, really scared of it, I'm like, just don't do it. You know, if you're scared of it, don't do it. You know, that's how I That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but to to your story, I remember I it was at Bozzy's house. I'll, I'll bleep this out. I guess I'm not putting any names. <laughs> <laughs> at our friend's house, we were at, I think you were there this night. We were all in shrooms. And... For a moment, like, I literally was, like, walking around, and I felt like I saw everyone's true self. I was like, you're a theater kid. (laughs) (laughs) You're really negative and mean and dark. And I was like, you're just the exactly same. I was like, I was like this, like, clear scope of, like, everyone's true identity coming out on shrooms. Mm -hmm. And I still feel that way. I still, it wasn't like I saw something that wasn't true. I think I saw something that was true. It was just like an aha moment. It was an (laughs) aha moment where I was like, this is an integral part of who you are I've never seen before, but it's you. Because they were on shrooms, and they were just being themselves. Mm. And I was on shrooms, and I was watching, like, observing them being themselves. And it wasn't good nor bad. It was more just, like, truth of, like, that's a side. Theater kid and stuff like that, these are just, like, terms I'm using. But, like, obviously that's not, like, the all they are yeah but um it was just interesting i was like damn that is like a fundamental of like you specifically i was like you have that in you you're not what you really present like this is kind of this is kind of in you a little bit like you're not this kind of like suave this but it was just like interesting um 
like that awareness of shrooms like you can really see and you never really look at them the same yeah not in a bad or good way again like it's just more so like you just saw them from a different perspective like yeah. a different set of eyes almost a different set of eyes it's just like, and yourself yeah. like you said like you realize things about yourself that you're like why didn't i see this before it's because yeah. it's like you're you're hearing the same thoughts every day like you have the same point of view you're too close to the source to like yeah really step outside and like see yourself or like how other people see you yeah it's so crazy how like close we are to ourselves that we're like literally none of us really know who we are no like have no idea like what i look like mm -hmm. how people (laughs) perceive me like i yeah like a lot of the things you say i think you're like lying i'm like well you only believe that to a certain extent yeah you know like i just i don't know like my brain like i have like this idea of who i am and like what would you say that idea is oh i don't know in your best description like (laughs) let me think about this like think about it um do you have like an idea of who you are no honestly not really that's the thing is like i i have ideas Mm -hmm. like i have like things that i like when i'm acting a certain way around people and i get comfortable i'm like oh you're doing something that everyone's clearly annoyed by Mm -hmm. a lot of the time it probably isn't that way like i think it's just anxious thoughts like how do you think people perceive you like when you think about it because you say like i don't know how people perceive me i don't know this like you don't we don't know but like what's your best guess like well i think the like the things that i hear the most consistently in my head are like the negative things Mm -hmm. like when i get annoyed by myself i'm like oh my god this is something that everybody hates about me and like you know i don't yeah. think there's any good way to explain it it reminds me of like your when you talk about hangover anxiety yeah that's what i'm like kind of referencing yeah it's like i could have like a really fun night like i literally like had the best time and i go home and i wake up and like alcohol always ends up like triggering anxiety like the next day like once like the liquid courage has like worn off then it's like all the anxiety i postponed to the next day from yeah. that night so i like feel it all in the morning and that's a really common thing. I will like see the whole night from a different perspective where I'm like, oh my God, like you said way too much in that moment. And like, I think that that person, like now I remember like their reaction differently than like how it actually was. Mm-hmm. And just small things like that where I wake up and be like, oh, stop, stop. Don't even think about last night. Don't even think about last night. But I'm like, I had a good night. Yeah. <laughs> but, like my brain just goes and ruins it for me. Yeah. And convinces me it wasn't that great. <laughs> and yeah. I, I wasn't acting the way I was supposed to. I just like judge myself so harshly. That's normal. That's so normal. Yeah. To, like, get stuck on it. Like, a, like everyone's thinking about this when, like, yeah. in truth, no one is, you know? Yeah. They're all worried about themselves. Yeah. I think it's tough, too. Um, I did. I remember I did a podcast with Benny, and he asked, like, do you ever think about how people perceive you? And I rewatched it recently. Um, and I, like, saw him ask that question, and I was just like, who I've actually, like, really never thought about how i come off really not really like the and i and i said that in the interview i was like no because as long as i'm getting like no negative reviews and that's actually how i feel as long as i'm not like really fucking up my like life (laughs) like i don't as long as you don't like hear it like as long as someone doesn't like as long as i'm not hearing negative feedback or you know when you're like out you know when you can tell like you're not doing great or whatever someone someone's not doing great like i i'll pick up on the most minuscule thing of like of of like a passive aggressive comment where i'm like oh my god is this do people think like that if i'm not getting any of those i'm not thinking about it mm. to be honest you know that's why yeah. i was like i wonder like how other people believe they're perceived like i have no idea how, how i'm perceived but i don't really want to think about it like it's almost like it it, it like kind of can like it's something i don't want to think it's about. just harmful it's it literally does no good like wondering yeah. how other people perceive you like as long as you're not like 
a mean like is if you're not like a mean person you shouldn't be thinking so much of like what other people think of you mm-hmm. because then you're just gonna like spiral into yeah. like i don't know also self-deprecation like how do you land on the right thing it's just like it's such a like open-ended question like of like yeah there's a lot of people out there with different opinions it's just like like, as soon as i think about it my brain just goes gray i'm like i don't (laughs) want to think about so much to think about like for that like literally i'm just like that's so much information to think about of how you're perceived that i just don't want to do it that's like the best way to explain it like I just don't want to think about how I'm perceived. Maybe it's maybe it's an avoidant thing. Probably it's probably me avoiding maybe. wanting to know, <laughs> or or it's just mere something I'm not that fascinated in. I'm assuming it's something I'm not that interested in. Hmm. I would care if I was getting negative feedback, um, like real negative feedback. And as you should care, you know, if you're if you're harmful to your your community, if you're causing harm, you're one of the bad ones, not even a normal one. You should probably figure that out. That's at least think about how you're being like coming off. That's fair. Yeah. Some people really should think about. How they come yeah. Off. So people, people who it's the people who really don't care that are the ones that should care. Yeah. yeah. Don't think about it. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking what I'm. Saying. I'm, I'm, I'm killing it, man. <laughs> people love <me>. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Perception's interesting. Yeah, like how much of it matters. Should we smoke a little bit more and yeah. see what happens? the rest of the pod here. non-lesbian nails those are non-lesbian nails like i don't does emily hate those no she will not let me cut them well not that she won't let me she like loves them wait she likes the feeling no it's like she's like willing to sacrifice (laughs) (laughs) it looks great thank you (laughs) podcasts are the only time like i um put foundation on because it because um, it translates better on camera well because i first tried it when just doing my normal makeup routine i was like oh god i can't do this i, I would put foundation no on. but you're like different you'll be no, fine I'm not. yes you are you'll be fine you're like an angel thanks welcome we decided to finish the podcast on the floor or do the rest of it on the floor <laughs> what were we even talking about psychedelics, psychedelics. 
What's the um <laughs> What's your biggest takeaway like from psychedelics? Like why do you think um have psychedelics like helped you in life at all? Yeah, I would say so. I would say they've helped me. I love I, I love psychedelics. It, I said too. it once, so say it again. I love them. My biggest takeaway. Well, my biggest. Well, if I'm ever having like a really hard day, or like I, I'm a big escapism person. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love escapism. I think yeah. a lot of people do. Um, well, escapism is just survival. It's like a symptom of survival. And my biggest one is imagination. It's my favorite. Um, and you can really go there on sh- psychedelics. Um, it really elevates it for you. So I, like, if I'm ever having, like, a really hard day or, like, a really bad day or an emotional day, I just go to the park and take, like, a bunch of psychedelics and just see what happens. Sometimes it's really bad. Like, I've had two times where I'm like, this might be the worst day of my life. Like, literally, You've I said You've had bad experiences alone? No, it wasn't having a bad... Ex- it was just more of, like, an existential crisis, like, by myself. Where I was like... And then also my Uber wouldn't fucking come. And so um, I was just like... And then there was people started coming around in the park. And I was like, this might be the worst day of my life. Any, like, like inconvenience, I feel like, can just, yeah. just, just trigger, trigger a spiral. <laughs> no, literally. I was like, this is... But it, like... I'm trying to think, like, why I like them. It just allows me to put my life on pause and go somewhere else. And I just get to truly immerse into a different situation where I'm like me, but I like, it's like the purest form of me. It's like me as a kid. I get, I, I low key, like, it feels like I'm a kid again. I'm sure people feel similarly. Yeah. But I feel like I'm like literally seven year old me. And I just get to like walk around the park. Like sometimes I talk with accents. Um, it's probably sharing too much. <laughs> please, please, for the love of God, give us an accent. Literally, no chance. No chance. Um, and I just love nature as well. So, like, it really just like, and I used to play in the park a lot when I was younger. So I think it just kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of being like alone by myself at the park, which is like, mm-hmm. I just am like doing exactly what I did when I was young. There's a ravine right by our house. And I would always go to this ravine. I'd go with Sophie a lot or I'd go by myself. And then I also had a tree house. Um, but it wasn't like this tree. It was just like some part of the tree house that I like to sit in. And so it's just like nice because I think like my favorite parts of like growing up are being with myself in nature. So... I get to literally like be myself as a young girl again. It's probably not. I don't know if it's healthy or not, but um, it feels well, really great. So <laughs> I just continue to do it. But I love it. I like literally just get to like, yeah, I don't know. I just get to be a little girl again and like nothing matters. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm just here and like nothing matters. Like I just get to like enjoy this space by myself and like lay down and talk out loud if I want to talk out loud. Like it's just great. I don't know. I love psychedelics for mostly tapping into the unconscious and the ability to use it for escapism. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that like most people would like advocate against using like drugs or alcohol to escape (laughs) right probably (laughs) so just do that responsibly (laughs) yeah i should probably take this (laughs) but no i think um kind of like what you mean 
like um like as adults like the magic wears off because everything you've done you've already experienced to a certain like not everything mm-hmm. but like you know you've already like um seen trees for the first time yeah. like you've already like yeah everything you do is kind of just like done. the novelty kind of wears off because you've um it's not new and then like psychedelics do give you like a new perspective like we were saying so like then it kind of becomes like fresh again like when you're in nature and like you know people always like go to nature to do psychedelics for that reason because you're like whoa the trees like they're mm-hmm. you're seeing like the same things but like as if for the first time yeah so that's fun yeah no that's another thing actually um shrooms made me re like fall in love with nature again like i had a really big connection with it when i was young like that's what sophie actually would say um, and now I'm, I, I think I lost it a little bit. Like when I got, grew up and moved to LA, I like never really would go to the park. I just kind of like fully forgot about it and like fully forgot to appreciate it. And now it's like fully full force back. I love going on walks. I have to go on walks and I have to go to the park at least once a week, at least. Like I love it. I really do love being outside. And if it weren't, if I had never taken it ever a psychedelic ever in my life, I actually don't know if I ever would have really rediscovered it, especially this early. Um, maybe as I, in my later life, I would have started going, doing that again. So that it kind of, I think shrooms also too, makes you realize what you actually like. And like, mm. just start, it kind of reminds you of things about yourself. At least it did for me. Like it, it made me realize like just things about myself where I was like, this is just who I am. Like, this is just, I like this. Yeah. I'm attracted to this. And like shrooms just make you realize like you like this. Yeah. This is you, you know? It's very honest. Yeah. It just, I just, those are like kind of my main like takeaways from it. W- what would you say? Yeah. I love having a new perspective. And like, I like that. Um, I feel like just like being in the same brain all the time, like can just kind of, I just got really high. <laughs> I also want to like do some sort of like disclaimer of like that, like not everyone should do them or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do it at the end. I don't want to make it that dramatic. You can say it right now. <laughs> yeah, I'll say it right now. Well, psychedel- one thing we will say about psychedelics and drugs of any sort is like use them responsibly and don't do it unless you want to do it. And really think about it and do your research on what it is. Um, educate yourself as much as possible before taking any kind of drugs, um, especially psychedelics. Psychedelics can be quite a lot for certain people, so use responsibly and. Uh, don't be influenced by this podcast at all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just like, you know. That no, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Which are all things we said, like, while yeah. we were talking about it. But all, yeah, just to like kind of make sure. Just that to make sure we have that footage. Yeah. Too. There's a huge rip in my pants. <laughs> Scarlett has a, a rip in her pants. How yeah. did you rip them? Um, Just carrying this dump truck around. <laughs> you look, you do have like a really bad ass. For, like, your weight class? <laughs> I don't know why I said weight class. <laughs> For your weight. <laughs> you have a fat ass. Thanks. I don't believe it. <laughs> you, like, objectively have a big ass. What do you mean? You have, like, a bubble Thanks. butt. I, like, it's, like, so sick that you don't have to work out for a butt. That's, like, really, like, that's a gift from God himself. <laughs> <laughs> that is where I gain my weight. But then it's not cute if I don't work out. Like, no, oh, it still is cute. It's not like it's I, so cute. Not to toot my own horn, but my butt's not cute if I don't work out. I have like no ass. I have to work out for. That's it's the not one like thing a I not cute out. butt though. It's just like it's just it's really small. Oh, everyone's butt is better if you work out. Yeah, my yeah, whatever. 
whatever. Yeah, I need to like get back into that. I don't work out. Neither do you, right? You don't work out. No, it's been a really long time. If I do work out, I'll do like at home stuff. I do at home stuff. On the floor. On the floor. Yeah. Yeah. But then I'm like, again, my self-discipline just like isn't there. And like after like 20 minutes, I've already like laid down for three of the workouts because who's going to know? Yeah. I'm actually more motivated by myself at home. Like I, than I am in a class. I used to soul cycle and stuff like, oh my God. I can't keep saying I used to do soul. I, the last time I did soul cycle was probably five fucking years ago. I've been, like, <laughs> I've been soul cycle forever. But, um. That was probably, like, the last time I actually went to, like, a scheduled workout class. It was probably then, honestly. So I, I much prefer... Maybe it's because of the commitment thing. I can't commit to a gym workout. It's, har- gym it's hard, yeah, for yeah. me, too. Classes and stuff yeah. are hard to commit to. But also, like, I feel like once I'm there, I get such a better workout. Most because, people like, say that. Yeah. yeah. I actually will hold myself accountable here, like, when I work out here. Like, I actually mm. really want to do it all right, because otherwise it's just, like, Pointless. I'm only doing it for me. Yeah. So I'm just, like, if it's not, like, if I fuck it up and don't do the last thing, I'll actually go back and do it, because I'm just, like, this is, I'm actually doing this to get stronger, so, like, why am I cheaping myself out? Yeah. But that's what the pandemic actually taught me. I got, like, into working out at home, and I actually kind of stuck with it for, for the most part a little bit. I should start doing stuff again. <laughs> you don't need to work out. No, but I do because, like, I feel like everyone should to everyone some should. extent. Like, yeah. I don't like, you know, just, like, moving your body in general. Even if it's moving not your for, body like, for how sure. you look. It's, yeah. You know. Moving your body yeah. is, like, genuinely one of the best things you can do as a human being, it's, I think. Yeah. It's, it's like, therapeutic. It's, mm-hmm. like, it affects your mind. It affects mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. It's, like, a knowing these things, too. It's, like, such an easy fix. Like, yeah. why don't I just do that? Also, your coordination as well. Like, you, yeah. you have better coordination, like as you get older if you like that explains a lot you know yeah but i have no coordination just like do you not move your body that much is that why yeah not recently yeah that's well that's a that's a solution to your problems yeah got a lot to work on <laughs> got a lot that i have to go home and do i have a lot to work on <laughs> at least you're in love while We've you got do homework it now. <laughs> but you're in love while you do it that's cool. yeah so you have to do this alone see for me i'm like i'm in love so i don't have to do anything else like i did the one thing i that is that I needed how you to look do. at it you look at it like i that? think so like i think that's when i lo- like that's so like simple simple like yeah I'm just focus on loving this person yeah kind of like i like a, i like find motivation in it because i like want to be a better person for that person mm-hmm. i'm like they love me as i am so mm-hmm. like what do i have to do yeah you know? interesting a lot of red flags. <laughs> Just kidding. No red flags. It's true. Only green flags. It's okay. You don't have to lie. What does your shirt it's say? A little yellow. Hustlers. We are skate here. Hysterics. It's hysteric glamour. Nice. Oh, you know what? A book I love is. Is it the seven people you meet in heaven or the five people you seven meet? Seven people. Seven people. Well, the, the one they turned into a movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did it? They turned it into a movie. I've never seen it. It's really good. That movie, like, changed me, actually. That book changed me. I've read it so many times. I'm trying to think of the movie I watched most. Embarrassingly, might be The Girl Next Door. (laughs) You loved that shit. I loved... I love that movie did something to me. I think it was the soundtrack. The soundtrack of that movie like really resonate, resonated with me. I like really just loved every single song. And so I just love that movie for that soundtrack. Um, whoever edited that, great job. Like whoever did the soundtrack on that. Wow. Um, also, I love the premise. And I watched it when I was too young. And because it was about the porn industry, it like was like... This is inappropriate. Like, I can watch this. Like, yeah, it had an impact on you. I was just like, wow, like, this is cool. Plus, the girl, I think I also like it because the main character, the girl, 
is married to the captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs. So, the what? Tro- you don't know who the Toronto Maple Leafs are? No. Is that is that? You don't know what the Toronto Maple Leafs are? I'm going to enunciate. What? Oh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> do you know? So you do know what they are. Is it a hockey team? Yes. Um, I just took a shot in the dark there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying the Toronto Make Beliefs. Oh, no, 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 yeah. Toronto Make And I'm like, this sounds Made like up. this would be a Canadian fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about Canada is mythical, I swear to God. People, the way people view Canada is crazy. Yeah. Uh, so one, one of my favorite uh, explanations of it, it was like, I don't know, you guys are just there. <laughs> just there. I mean, they've got a That's point. so mean. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> and I, I'm half Canadian, technically. So are you? Oh yeah, I know it's true. I know that they're there. Yeah, Canada's cool. Canada's a good country. It is. I can always flee if things get tough over here too. Yeah. Same. That's why my mom kept her Canadian citizenship. Did she? Or like a great something that allows us to all move probably yeah. Us, yeah. Probably. How do you think your girlfriend would describe you? Ew, I don't know first reaction was disgust (laughs) (laughs) i don't know because like she says nice things let's hear it let's list them off no (laughs) No, this is good this is good for you i don't think so this is good it's good to acknowledge that she i think she likes me that's nice like like or like like (laughs) she like loves me cool um i think it's hard for like any like girl who's known they're gay their whole life to date a girl who is bi or like has been with men Mm -hmm. like like it's almost like um if you were dating a guy who like used to date guys Mm -hmm. like i don't know if like you know i could see that yeah because you're like but you had like a dick in you like it just kind of is like you know yeah well technically it probably did (laughs) (laughs) and i could look past it you think so um could i look past would that be a deal breaker like it's like if if a guy has been no, with other guys I, I honestly wouldn't really care i i wouldn't care as lo- as long as i knew like and felt intuitively that they preferred girls like if i then guys because obviously i want to be with a guy that prefers my gender yeah. like i'm cool if you've experimented or were bisexual yeah. but i want you to prefer ending up with or unless, are you asking if they were completely bi is that what you're saying or would I, I was kind of asking if in general they had been with a man but like I could also, get past that I wouldn't but, really care to but be also if they were completely bi and liked both since you love this topic I feel like you ask me this every day like so what's like what do tell I tell me something about being gay <laughs> <laughs> literally she'll FaceTime me and that's the first words out of her mouth <laughs> like I like like I can't even tell you how many of the last phone calls we've had that have started that way <laughs> I kind of am doing it like it's a joke. I know, <laughs> but I know you also like me. No, it. I genuinely am curious. Like I want to yeah. know. I'm so interested. My it's one just of like my a best friends is us. gay now. I get to get excited about this. <laughs> like, this is so interesting for me. Yeah, I know. I think it's great to be curious. <laughs> um, I want to know also too, like what it's like from being straight your whole life to being like that. Yeah, interesting. you don't have to make the transition out of necessity. Not like you're not mm-hmm. like things aren't working out. You're like, maybe I'll have better yeah. women. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I have pretty good luck with men, honestly. Like, I think it's just a preference. Oh, I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that's... Um, <laughs> Yeah. Literally every guy's obsessed with Scarlet. Including me. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> that, that guy. <laughs> this guy yeah. right here. Obsessed with me. <laughs> <laughs> She's your mom. She's your number one male fan. <laughs> oh my god, you really do. You really do. You cover all the bases. It's crazy. Uh um, and that's love. Scarlet said something that stuck with me and then it started making me insecure about like my podcast. She goes, when I talk to her, I feel like I'm talking to like my like, I forget the adjective you use, but old grandma. <laughs> like blank old grandma. And I go, is that what my podcast is like? Like, Wait, am I? Oh. <laughs> you said this like three days ago. <laughs> I did? This week. For sure. What was this? Do you remember what in reference to it? No, it was like, it was, like, it was something right there. Yeah, got it. It was um you said something like i don't even know it was just like in the middle of the conversation you go yeah like i'm talking to my old grandma it's great or something like what? that what that does yeah. not sound like something i would say <laughs> the, it's the old before the grandma that's the right it might not have been old it could have like been, like, my old grandma <laughs> <laughs> that was it for sure i definitely called you my stinky grandma <laughs> no i think it's because you were like what I don't, I think you got. Hello. Oh, wait, no, I had something I wanted to say it's mm-hmm. in reference to the gay thing. That's why we started oh, okay. talking about that. Um, no, something, this is just someone wanted to tell you. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I can answer Charlotte's question. Like, you know, I'm always gathering information yeah. to tell you whenever you next FaceTime me. So I was like, next time she picks up the phone and goes, so tell me something gay. <laughs> I'll be like, um, right on. What's r- what I've discovered is how many guys have a lesbian fetish. No, this is not like new information, mm-hmm. but I mean, like, an unattainable lesbian like they it's like a challenge like how many guys are into like emily Mm -hmm. and like how she gets hit on by men like maybe equally as much as i do Mm -hmm. even though it's obvious that that's not what she's into that's interesting i would assume they wouldn't actually right and like most guys would be like off like Mm -hmm. not on the radar like she clearly isn't gonna i'm not gonna get anything back from this (laughs) but um there's been like multiple guys now who have like pursued her hard while i'm around again because like we're two girls in a relationship so you're allowed to just like be disrespectful yeah (laughs) i'll just say did i tell you about that guy um (laughs) who we were like leaving a bar and he was like um talking to us a little bit because we go to this bar all the time and um he was like yeah like you know always lots of sin like without like checking our ids and knows at this point and uh we were just like making conversation. He was like, yeah, like I need you to help me find a girl, you know, like I need someone like help set me up with one of your single friends. And we're like, yeah, for sure. Like, we'll like think of someone like no way in hell. But, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, and he was like, I want someone like her talking about Emily. I was like, so gay. And he was like, yeah, like I like me a gay girl. And I'm like, so like bisexual clearly if she's gonna and he's just like no i like the challenge he's like i like a girl like she dresses like a boy looks like a boy um is this like a that's like my jam that's my type thing? Like, and we were both like oh this is this like a fetish or something and he was just like yeah but he's like don't worry like 
maybe I could just hang out with you guys. Like, maybe we could all just, like, you know, I'll take you guys to dinner. Like, we go to, like, the pier. You know, like, you guys can be, like, that couple. And I'll just be, like, the straight friend that you touch up on. <laughs> word for word what this man said to me. <laughs> Talking to two girls who are together saying, I'll just be, like, the straight friend that, like, you know. I'm like, is this what you think we, like, fantasize about? It's like... What are you guys like? <laughs> yeah, oh, we exchanged Instagrams after this. I'm not you gonna changed? lie. Oh my god! Not like, I, like. Well, you had to. At point, at, no, we were yeah. cornered. It yeah, was like I had to get out of this situation. Yeah. Um, but I just think that's so interesting. It's like not. It ha- it's not like a one-off experience we've had. It's cr- it's interesting because it sounds almost like just like a non-consensual thing. Like I want to ha- sleep with you because you really you don't, don't want to sleep, sleep with me. Yeah. And I it's make you love it, maybe. <laughs> yeah i would hope i hope so that's like yeah. someone yeah. in there i mean at least he's like asking like clearly he wants us to like have made that make that decision yeah. but it's just like uh i don't know how to feel about this one. Oh, and i don't feel good about it but that's just um yeah so it's not just exists. like girls who are curious about it it's guys like it's Sorry. guys who are kind of like this is like an interesting dynamic like also she's like a beautiful girl mm-hmm. she's a beautiful girl who likes to present like herself in like a more masculine way but she's still like a hot girl yeah like she's androgynous for sure she's yeah. she's androgynous but like um yeah because she chooses to be you know like she kind of even wears without, like, i think she'd still i mean but like have you seen her with like long hair and stuff like yeah no i saw we we, we saw photos but but that's yeah. like her that's why she's that's why she's so beautiful is her androgyny i think well, the yeah, most yeah, beautiful yeah, people true. in the world like tend to be androgynous to be honest like mass feminine looking guys are like the prettiest yeah. fucking guys like the like most like and then like kind of like androgynous looking ones like angelina jolie stuff like that kind of like emily you think angelina jolie's androgynous i guess she, she has like the deep yeah mm-hmm. so there's things about her there i think it's like intense little, features yeah it can, is like it's, can are more masculine in a way yeah. instead of soft features yeah yeah that's true and i think um those are some of the most beautiful women as well yeah so that's why i think emily's like so striking is because she's like androgynous yeah you know yeah she just leans into it as well yeah yeah that makes sense but yeah so it's like an interesting dynamic that i've like just i just have never been like a part of like never seen before so -hmm. it's like interesting seeing all the ways that other people like approach that relationship yeah well like the the moral dilemma i always ask everyone is the goat situation (laughs) you know that one right no, would you ra- <laughs> <laughs> what is the goat situation? Like, would you rather have sex with a goat but nobody knows about it? Or would you rather not have sex with a goat but everybody thinks you have? I already know the answer to this question. You I would first. rather not have sex with a goat and everybody thinks I have. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> this one. <laughs> Damn. She, she would rather have sex I, with a goat. I understand it's why. Crazy. I understand why someone would choose that route because, like, it's you would not be able to lead. With. You would not be able to lead a normal life if everyone thinks that you fucked a goat. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you'd have to live, but you'd have to live with yourself knowing you did that. Yeah. One is like shame from society. One is shame from within. <laughs> we're choosing. Yeah, we're turning ma- internalized shame. Yeah. Shame. the internal shame yeah i mean there's therapy for that so yeah time heals maybe i would fuck the time goat. does I don't not know. <laughs> heal all wounds it's not true time does not 
time does not i don't think elaborate i okay you're tr- you're what if you're this is i think it just lessens them i don't think anything really goes People, away that's if trauma you never deal with trauma it's always there that's so time doesn't make trauma go away trauma like but what if you deal with the trauma of having sex with the goat no, but she said, I'm, now we're on the argument of time heals all wounds. Oh, I'm saying okay. that yeah, yeah. I don't think that's true. Solely based on the evidence of if you don't fix your shit, you will have a, like, you're very negatively impacted by your trauma over time. That is trauma. Trauma is like the we, like the, actually, I watched this lecture on, um, I don't even know what it was on. I think it was something to do with trauma. And I was talking about like what trauma actually is, isn't the event itself. Like sure, when it when it can be that like like the event is part of the trauma, but it's actually the time afterwards and the like the way in which you deal with it for all the, and like the uh, the thread you sew throughout your life. That's the trauma. Like that's mm. the, actually what trauma is. Is like how you deal with it throughout your life. So that's over time. So things yeah. actually all over time get worse a lot of the time. I think the the notion of time heals all wounds applies to like kind of like fleeting relationships i want to say and like you kind of let things go and like you learn to accept like people and things like that that's where i think that like saying comes from but i don't think it's like true objectively yeah to say all is a pretty it's mighty it's a mighty it's a mighty claim yeah it's a strong statement also too like pain is always there as well like pain like stays with within you i was talking one of our friends moms passed away recently um and i was talking to her the other day because i I started watching white lotus for the first Mm -hmm. time i've never seen it and so that jennifer coolridge is that her name cool coolidge cool she's the best she's fucking amazing yeah her character's mom dies um and she's like there to spread her ashes and so in that there's a scene in which she's talking to like one of the masseuses and the masseuse is like uh, this masseuse like comforts her by saying like my mom died also like four years ago and i'm still dealing with it and like our my mom my real mom's mother died a couple years ago as well and she lived a full life like a full life and like our mom's still dealing with it mm-hmm. and then i started talking to her me and scarlet's mutual <clears throat> friend whose mother died and I, I told her about the white lotus episode and we started talking about like loss and just like the significance of your mother i think it was um her dad they were like cleaning out um i'll i'll ask her permission to post this but um they were cleaning out like her dad like part of like their garage or whatever and her dad starts like getting emotional and being like you would have loved my mom talking about his mother and he's like in his late 70s talking about his mother who died like 40 years ago 40 years ago but that it's your mother you know it's like that pain like stays with you of like yes it's like technically the most natural thing that happens it's like it's something we all have to endure losing our mother unless you have like we're unfortunate enough to go before your mom dies but um it's inevitable we are all going to have to lose our mother but it's because it's so deeply ingrained in our identity it's like this unavoidable i'm assuming it's similar to your dad but obviously mother is like a little stronger um it's like because you were carried in her stomach for nine months um that like pain i don't think like ever truly goes away like of knowing and that's like you feel that loss every day like you feel the absence well it's like you like like you can heal totally but like that absence exactly like 
if it's not there, like, is always accessible. So I don't think, like, pain ever actually goes away. It's always there. It's just deciding what you focus on, you know? Yeah, I think and that to not pain, focus like, on you the pain. Just, um, become more accustomed to it, so mm-hmm. it seems more, like, bearable over time. Yeah. I feel like. Like, with any, like... Like you, like you were saying, like relationships, like time just goes on and it just seems like so like insignificant mm-hmm. over time. But like, yeah, that's just a different kind of relationship. One that goes way deeper because most people, um, I mean, again, we're talking about like someone who's had their mother in their life or like maybe even not, but like had some kind of relationship at some point with their mom. Like it's just, a, it's a relationship that you have to like accept that that's no longer someone you can like go to yeah like it's like there's not the, even the option for it anymore so like yeah. even if you didn't have a relationship with your mother or like your father or whoever you lost it's like just not having the option to like have that comfort i could imagine like i yeah. I, I have you know no experience in that but like yeah just from what my like it might same with like my dad and my mom they both lost their moms mm-hmm. and like i don't i think it's always probably gonna feel like yesterday for them mm-hmm. it's also too like um like I, we were also saying like even if i like let's say you were adopted and you were put up for adoption and you get two new parents and you're raised by these two new parents your whole life but you know you're adopted you have never met your biological mother mm-hmm. if you found out information that she just died you never met her you're still crazily impacted by that because it's like you an, think i think so i think i at least me that's maybe, yeah maybe i mean maybe i feel like i would too hurt, but i it could my, be like you know person to per like what you know yeah. i think that's obviously like an maybe it is person to person. maybe i'm only thinking that this would maybe this would only just affect um like to me that would affect me like just knowing your mother had passed away like something like your what actually brought you into this earth you know what i mean like whether she yeah. like raised like you or the not the gateway like she's <laughs> to gone this earth. like that's yeah. like like obviously like that your new mother is your new mother but it's just like the biological aspect of like that person's like not there i don't know that would like trip me out mm. or maybe it would just be like um because like i'm thinking of it in the example of like like if you found out she passed away when like you were a kid you know like you know this biological mother's out there and then she passes away <laughs> i don't know like that would and you never even met them like you'd still care like that's like still probably right yeah and that's crazy like you shouldn't why would you care you never met them like you don't i think have, it's like it's like an identity it's like no, someone exactly. yeah that's the point it's like it doesn't you don't even need to meet them but it's like so wrapped into who you are because it's yeah. like your your identity yeah so it's that's, just like a trip that's a good point actually and there's so many like your whole life is kind of like a, a search and ways to find out who you are yeah it's such a big of it mm-hmm. you know, like yeah where you came from yeah yeah and like who you are and like what you like and like, like their history is your history like that's your family tree like the connection to like everything that happened before you your biology mm-hmm. and like the whole reason that you're here yeah is because of all that yes. happened just like happened to happen like these random people fell in love like that yeah, yeah. it's crazy yeah something i should probably take into consideration a little more <laughs> yeah you know you knew this though i feel like well yeah i've always been like say it again i feel like that's something that's always like affected you is like knowing that but then the struggle of like not being close not being yeah. like or like not even like wanting to like something like holding you from wanting to be yeah in a sense no that's yeah that's the well i i've learned now in the last two years that it is integral um 
Scarlett's referring to the fact that I'm not close with my family. Um, yeah. No offense. <laughs> as, as I, Sam's sister, like fixing the camera my for sisters, us. <laughs> my sister's here and my sister's literally like the best person like I think that's ever existed. Like it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I like don't know how I got so like it like I me and mom I was talking about it with mom the other day. Uh, our mom's visiting us. We insisted she come. It's been like Is she still day. here? She's still here. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you want oh she's coming Starbucks? visiting us here? Yes. Oh this is awkward now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why is it awkward? Because I just said I'm not close with my mom. Oh, <laughs> she's like, can I watch that tape? <laughs> no, she wouldn't. She wouldn't take it. She knows. Yeah, I'm close. You know. Yeah. Um, but um, tell can, can, chai frappuccino. But tell her we're not ready yet. She yeah, can't. She can't. Maybe two of those. Do you want a chai frapp? <gasps> I love a chai frapp. Do you um, get the extra chai in it still? An extra pump. I I if go you from get time the venti, but like you can't. With Sometimes the I'll get a pump of vanilla. Like Ooh, a vanilla chai. Yeah, it's really good. You wild it's girl. It's just like sugar. Like it's literally just like yeah. A bu- it's like how much? Like, like half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Scarlett's referring to the fact that I'm not like oh, super close <laughs> with my family. Um, and um, that this year I realized that's a problem because I started to get really sad, I think. I started without, like, me knowing, without my control. Like, I started getting, like, really, not depressed. Like, I wouldn't say depressed. I would say deep sadness. I just couldn't stop crying. But I don't know if it was because of my, I'm not close with my family or um, I'm sure that's part of it. But, um, or just, like, like, cutting myself up from a lot of sources of, like, nu- nutrients is, like, the best way of putting it. Like, I cut myself. I was like, I don't need this. I don't need this. I don't need this. I don't need this. And then just, like, said that to myself and really thought I didn't need it. (laughs) Like, I would have passed a polygraph. Like, I, like, really didn't think I needed anything or anybody until, like, the last two years. Um, So that's where I've started to come to these realizations of, not realizations, but more so just, like, seeing truths. I guess that's kind of a realization of, like, how integral uh, your family is to your identity and if you are not if you never attached to your mother let's say if you didn't attach to your mom you have a hard time knowing who you are and like you have a hard time seeing yourself truthfully and it's and to know who you are is to actually like i mean maybe it's too late but attach to your mom you know and like have that kind of like if it's an option you know if that's if that's there um so yeah that's it that has over the last few years been something like super interesting that i've i've like like to pay closer attention to of um just kind of like identity like mirroring things like that um to better understand like how i reconnect with myself as well yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i i'm like so much better now this was like you a think this, so yeah like i think i don't think i'm like perfectly like happy (laughs) that sounds so sad but like i i'm also i think you can be genuinely happy like i whenever i'm happy no part of me is like faking my happiness like i sometimes i see that that scares me um but i i think you can be genuinely happy but also not completely content in your life that exists i think that's actually like 80 percent of people um I think most, I think a lot of people are like not completely fulfilled in their life and not everyone gets dealt the same cards as well. Yeah. You know, like I think me and my sister both are missing the same things um, and are both as well. I think my sister would agree. Happy people. 
we are just missing things that if we were given them would probably feel more fulfilled but life goes on the show must go on (laughs) and and we're doing it and it's fine um and yeah and if you were given those things there would be other parts of your life that would totally yeah maybe be like the forefront of your issues yeah like because this is like the hardest thing that you're dealing with it becomes like yeah well it's like not part of yeah who you are yeah it's not even like something like the hardest thing like we're dealing with it's just like something i've noticed i have to deal with Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know because i don't think of it as like an active thing of like oh i have to like get over this even though i do kind of look at it in a weird way but um it's more so just like i think any person that like grew up with any kind of adversity which is most people i think like can understand that um not being completely happy or completely fulfilled and it's not have it doesn't have anything to do with you it, it has actually the opposite it has to do with like the cards that you were dealt because you can try your best to be happy um and it might just not work you know like yeah you can be super appreciative for like all you have but if you don't have fundamentals like i guess like a root part of happiness is like being passionate about something that can make you really happy that makes me really happy like i'm i'm passionate about what i do and it makes me so happy that i get to do that but I'm missing like outlets of like love, which I know. But like that's mm-hmm. kind of that's like, the last thing on my list. So I and because I don't really think I need them that much. But if people go their life without love long enough, which is what I've kind of done, it it starts to catch up with you. So now it's like, oh, this is something I have to just deal with now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I don't think that the cards you're dealt determine like your level of being like the level you can reach of happiness no i don't think so either like i think like you know like even the people who have had like virtually no adversity in their life Mm -hmm. can be like the most unhappy people you meet you know like the people who are handed everything Mm -hmm. a lot of the time they're having um the most struggles with like satisfaction because they're just always given what they want. Mm -hmm. So like they don't have to, I mean, we, and and we've also struggled with this on a minor level Mm -hmm. of like just being given like very, a very easy life compared to what most people have to deal with. Yeah. With our jobs and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I feel like you kind of have to work through things to feel like fulfilled in those aspects yeah maybe well pain is like relative and it's relative to everyone and like yeah some people with like the most the worst fucking hand in the world grew up with no running water might be the happiest person and happier than a fucking beverly hills housewife it's probably Mm -hmm. actually how it is because it's probably is how it is yeah place your values that's where it comes down to and i'm sure a lot of people watch the documentary happy i watched it and they found like the happiest people where i think it was in denmark or like copenhagen or something like that somewhere over there mm-hmm. um and it was because they it was these people that lived in um community like housing so they lived with like other families which i found so interesting and it makes sense but because we're social we're social creatures um and just like having that sense of community um is really powerful so if you like you can have like and work through a bunch of things and you know like choose to deal with like you could have no adversity and just choose to put all of your emphasis on materialistic items and you will become unhappy Mm -hmm. you will it's it's trying to understand what's important putting your value system in that and hoping you can figure out how to 
allow yourself to value the right things maybe you have a hard time allowing yourself to even value them you know what i mean yeah um but yeah no it's it's completely up to that's where i i put in a personal accountability i'm like big on a personal personal accountability well just because i i believe everyone has it and like you can be dealt a certain hand just in life and life is obviously like ridiculously stacked like completely unfair like it just is like i but there's an aspect that you can like take the wheel into your own hand and like decide how you're gonna look at it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um so yeah for that reason yeah but yeah some of the most unhappy people are like the most spoiled people in la yeah and i'm just like oh this is also like a known thing that when you have everything then like where do you go from there you know like there's always more that you can purpose yeah. yeah I think that there's just like always more to be had if what your goal is is to be like wealthy or successful or mm-hmm. have all the best stuff as opposed to like what helps me is like having really good fulfilling like relationships with my friends like I have like mm-hmm. really good friends in my life and like no toxic friends like I know toxic people um but they're not like my best friends um and like being okay with like not being friends with them and like not really like giving caring letting people go um so there's like things you can fully do that just make you happier as a person just do them all (laughs) and see what happens but then some what my point to to wrap this into like what i was initially saying is like you can do everything like be grateful that's a huge thing a lot of people don't have gratitude for their lives and like take everything for granted um so be grateful that's one thing like be really grateful for who you are and like your ability to even walk like you know one day we're not gonna be able to like be this young like it's crazy Mm -hmm. like i that's that's like a huge like blessing that we can like move like this just that and that's just one um so like being grateful you can be grateful if you decide to be and you can surround yourself with good friends but then there's certain things regardless like even even the friend thing for to some people that's out of their control um like there's things that are just simply not up to you and if you don't have them, sometimes it makes you sad, you know? Yeah, of course. So it's ju- that's just where your environment comes in, like your circumstance, like where you can do everything you think, every single thing you can, but there might always be like a sadness in you. Yeah. But that's life. Like that is the human condition. Like ask, I would assume every single adult that's probably ever lost someone really important to them or like gone through an insane hardship that like they still live with to this day or or has gone through some sort of illness or anything like they would tell you they probably live with some sort of sadness as well Mm -hmm. so it's just like it's really hard to be 100 percent content and you can focus your energy on a lot of things but it's almost impossible well like i don't think that like we're conditioned to be 100 percent satisfied yeah in our lives otherwise we would do nothing with it like Mm -hmm. we wouldn't try to be like strive to be better we wouldn't like have built all of like the buildings that we've you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like we wouldn't have like evolved as humans i think that like we've evolved to not be satisfied totally and and humans are hardwired for like a little bit of pain and suffering yeah we as a species like like that yeah the reason why like workout places are in business like people are paying money to like have like refined suffering yeah Yeah. (laughs) like the benefit yeah she just brings Planet Fitness into this. She <laughs> <laughs> <Just> slanders. <laughs> I think, like, the the goal isn't to be, like, satisfied. It's to find peace, you know? Yeah. And, like, have peace with your life. And, like, that's kind of it. And, like, 
yeah i think it's just peace and gratitude because also with what peace is it's like acceptance and like even i so my my friend sophie who's into like buddhism she's gotten more into it recently um i'm going to butcher this i've watched maybe like 10 podcasts my whole life on buddhism so i know like literally nothing um and i'm going to butcher this literally duncan trussell's the only person i watch on <laughs> on on buddhism I, am i even saying it right i don't even know yeah um i think so but <laughs> it is like all about like emptying and like um and just pretty much like radical acceptance of your life that's like the buddhist way um and I find that really interesting because it's like, obviously you don't have to become like a Buddhist to like practice every single thing that they preach, but there are things that you could take away from every religion. That's like really great. Um, and just radical acceptance is like literally the fastest way to, to, um, what's like, what's the word for, um, it's not severance, but it sounds like severance, like to salvation, salvation. Um, is that the, is that the right? So yeah. Salvation, salvation. is the word. What was it? Is that the right? Is that the yeah? Um, wait, maybe this isn't right. It is a word. It is a word. Like, um, what's what's what was I just? What's it supposed to give you radical acceptance? It's no, it's like radical acceptance is like the like the the quickest path to, and then it's like peace and harmony, kind of like Nirvana, but more like more more serenity not serenity but it's trying to think yeah (laughs) it's like something like that i can't remember but you know what i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) we're having a ball you know (laughs) this is a blast um if you were to teach a course on something like what would it be like what are you most qualified if you were going to teach a course on something what would it be (laughs) <laughs> thanks sam um, <laughs> um but i only have boring answers i don't think i'm qualified for for many things can you go you go first mine would be how to let things certain things go certain things <laughs> certain things okay I'm like, like really what? good at not caring about things I don't want to care about. If I don't want to care about it, I will never look at it again. <laughs> yeah. And I it won't even cross my mind. Like it's like gone. Like I can I think I have really good at letting things like disconnecting. I can disconnect yeah. like that would be my course. Do you know how disconnecting? <laughs> Dis, how to disconnect? That would actually probably be my course. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, uh. probably. That's the one thing I really know how to do. Like that's pretty good. That's pretty valuable course given the era. It's valuable. Yeah. It is valuable. It would just they probably would think they were signing up for a different um, <laughs> a different course than what they would get, but <laughs> all of a sudden they all leave dissociated, just like <laughs> just float, <laughs> floating through life. Meet in the park on shrooms. Yeah. <laughs> just wave and never talk to each other. What about you? Um, um, hold on. What's on my I'll think of a better one in case I don't want to come up too insane in this podcast. Um, I've already kind of blown it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna just ask you the same question, but like, what course would you see me teaching? Since I don't know who I am (laughs) at all. (laughs) Let me think. I would honestly would go back to like, um, (laughs) how to ignore the red flags. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm just totally kidding. <laughs> the art of love. No, it would it would have been something in that um, bracket. I like Sam's better. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me think. <laughs> I would. I would. You're really good with tolerance. How to like? Okay. I would say that you you can tolerate a lot. I can tolerate a lot. Thank Almost you. too much. Yes. For my taste, as your mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my stinky grandma. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Um, I do tolerate a lot in a harmful way to myself mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, so maybe I shouldn't teach a course in that. But it could help for people who, like, have a very yeah. low tolerance. Well, that's, to, my, mine's not yeah. great either, but I could help. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, it's like uh, it's maybe an unhealthy amount, yeah. but it is a skill yeah. nonetheless. What do you think I would teach besides disconnecting? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to, like, find the word again. Like, I know what I want to say. But, like, I mean, like, um, just, like, diving into, like, like, going internal or something. Like, teaching people how to, like... Be introspective? T- be introspective that's the word (laughs) is it the word i'm looking for i think so (laughs) that's cool Um, i'll take that yeah i'm trying to think of like how you how you could swing this to make money off of it oh i make i start making a class (laughs) yeah (laughs) like i think that you are like talking to you like motivates me to like learn more about myself because you care so much about it and Mm -hmm. i think that like the reasons you want to like look and like look deeper inside know more about yourself like our healthy reasons mm-hmm. and like everyone could use that if use some of that thank you it's very lovely you're welcome and i could teach you how to ignore red flags honestly i probably need that like genuinely i think it's not ignoring them it's that it's accepting the fact that everyone has them yeah no that's good like it's not it's just kind of like um seeing like the potential instead of just giving up on it straight away yeah no i think i've gotten a little better um with that i definitely ignored a lot of red flags yeah in a lot of situations even after acknowledging them like you knew that they were there and you didn't ignore them but you accepted them them. i accepted them and continued to but that's the problem with that is i wasn't able to like fully commit to them yeah because they weren't like you know if they're not the person they're not the person but like at least you Try. yeah but it, I, sh- I wish i could be we're I, i'm trying to like ed- think of editing purposes mm-hmm. whatever i just won't talk about it but i was gonna say like i wish like i could still date someone um and not have to like 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 in my head be like they i have to like see myself ending up with them you know what i mean i think everyone you date you kind of have to see some potential in it otherwise like mm-hmm. I mean, maybe not. Some people just date to date. Yeah, some people just date to date. But why do you want to do that? Like, what what that, makes you feel like you're... What are you missing out on? No, that's the thing is I actually, like, ideally would like them not to be the person I marry. Like, ideally. But I would I can't. If I don't see it, I'm going to still look for it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, I'd be worried I'd, like, cheat on them. Or I'd be worried that, like, I... Would it be, like, fully there? I, yeah. Like I worry about, like, self-sabotage it because I'm, like, well, you're not my person anyways. That's, yeah. So I, I, I would, when I'm in, when I, if I want to, like, date you, like, I want to, like, give you, like, my full, like, I fuck with you. Like, mm-hmm. you I fuck with so much that I'm not going to fuck with anyone else. And if I do that, I have to, like, kind of think, like, I might end up with you. Otherwise, I don't really feel the need to, like, fuck with you that much. Yeah. So I'll, like, always have, like, kind of. I feel like that's, like. 
like I am mm, like would you say that I'm like that too or like Mm -hmm. like I think that that's like normal but you um have a lot more like requirements for what makes you like see potential in someone I think that's what it is like it's just more specific things yeah where for me it's kind of like I don't know what I want yeah so it's like I let you know I guess that's why it's like easier for me to like like fall for someone is because I'm kind of like falling for like the idea of this new life that's like oh this is a whole new um thing than what I imagined before you know like it's a whole new future that like the way the future looks Mm -hmm. changes with with the person you end up with yeah um, but I think you have like an idea, like a pretty solid idea of what your future is going to look like, what you want it to look like. And like that heavily relies on like the person you end up with. See, maybe that's my, to my detriment because like maybe that's a, an, a, an imaginative situation that I'm trying to like pit someone. I actually considered hmm. this the other day because I very much like love imagination stuff and I'm like kind of starting to realize how it's affected my life. It actually has in like certain ways, um, like a lot more than I thought. And like, I'm actually starting to worry <laughs> if if my imagination, like how I like view, like it, like, like in my head, this is like one thing. I imagine the guy I end up with to be very creative. And I can't tell if I just like truly know that's what's gonna make me happy maybe maybe that's true maybe i have to be with someone creative maybe i maybe that's true maybe i don't maybe the guy is in it works in like fucking maybe he's a lawyer you know what i mean and not creative at all and just by the book guy we just have great like but i i know i'm like set that he is going to be a creative guy and not just creative he's going to be like creative genius like (laughs) he has to be he has to be a creative genius like so sick yeah coolest guy i've ever met that's that's as soon as i meet him i'm gonna date him but that's like literally what i'm looking for and then then Mm -hmm. i ignore all of these other people that don't quite like fit in that they don't qualify yeah i can't tell if it's like my imagination getting into play of this is i imagine myself with a guy like that i Mm -hmm. do i imagine myself in a situation like that where i'm like we just like live in this really obscure home together and he designed it because he has better taste than me like i i just want him to be like so sick See, this is like, is this just in my head? Like, is this like, you know what I mean? Or is this valid? Or do mm-hmm. I know exactly what I want? Yeah. I don't know the answer. I don't know like what's true and what's what's not. Um, I think you'll just know, but like you'll learn from experience. We'll like you'll, you'll find we'll someone who falls into that category and then you're just like, <laughs> you realize that's not what you need yeah. in order to be happy or like, you know, maybe you do just meet the guy who like you've kind of like created. Yeah. I feel like I'm manifesting him. I feel like he'll exist one day. Yeah. I think so. He doesn't exist yet, but... Maybe he exists. I don't know. I, I'm a, there's so many friend groups. He's like, got to be out there unless you're, like, going to date there. down. He's going to be a lot younger than you no, if no. he doesn't he'll, exist he'll be yet. Like, he'll be, like, four or five years older. Yeah. <laughs> no, specifically. See, this is the problem. This is all part How of tall? Life. At least... I'm not going to be, like, crazy. Obviously, I would love for him to be, like, 6'10". Like, I would love... like. Oh, yeah. You're just, like, as tall as they come. As tall as they come. Yeah. That's, like, ideally in my head. As mm-hmm. tall and big as they come. That yeah. It's, like... That is like perfect for me. Yeah. Um, but I am fine six two and above. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give you most guys that are creative geniuses are six two and weigh 112 pounds. That's fine with me. That's, <laughs> so I, I you can like, get tall, but <laughs> I'm willing to sacrifice on the body for creativity because mm-hmm. creativity 
is like someone who's creative and passionate and like has nuance to them and aren't some copy of like every other guy in LA. Like he's like something like different. That's what I'm looking for. And there's nothing cooler than that to me. Yeah. And that's why I'm like looking for a guy that's like just an like, original person, like an, an individual guy. That's just so cool. Like that's like, who's just blows me out of the water. And I'm so intimidated by them because they're so sick. <laughs> and that's what I'm looking for. And I won't rest. <laughs> but I can't tell if I'm like self-sabotaging I can't I don't think I mean like you're allowed to like I know I'm allowed to but should I <laughs> yeah maybe maybe my person isn't like that like yeah. there's a chance like why am I so hung up on this fucking creative boy why do I need this I don't know I mean do you, I cre- do you have like a guy in mind for yourself like when like, um, I'm actually curious now like do you do you like envision what do you envision for your future if you envision anything i don't have like a specific person that i envision for myself interesting is there any vague idea um there's like qualities that i know i need what are some? like qualities like um i see myself ending up with someone who has a lot of different i don't know i guess someone like me like that doesn't have to have like a certain future figured out like it's just kind of down to like go with the flow of life like it has to be like there has to be like uncertainty there mm-hmm. like i don't know if i would ever end up with someone who like lived by the book because then it would like i become like so much of my partner when i'm with them like our lives like i feel like i just kind of like intertwine with people um and i feel like i would end up like feeling bored in my life Mm -hmm. selfishly I feel like it would have to be someone who is like able to be spontaneous like forever like just like could didn't it was the same where they couldn't be in the same place couldn't do the same thing forever yeah yeah but like aside from that like what I think I want like is always changing but you don't have like what I'm attracted to is like literally I find out in the moment when I'm attracted to it and I'm like oh I love this about them this is good this is like I like that like openness to persuasion that's nice yeah definitely like open to different types of people clearly i'm open to different types of people every single guy i've ever liked he just has to be tall hunky and creative no that's the thing creative genius every guy that i've liked is so so different from each other like one is a dork one is like emo (laughs) like emo edgy like like one is like they're all so different from each other the only three through line is that they're all nice, really good, sweet guys. Mm-hmm. But a good heart, good, good, good inside mm-hmm. that are cool. But I think it's just like I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see what happens. You're cutting out every part where I have this thing in the, in the <laughs> shot. <laughs> this is the most embarrassing thing I've ever done. Is become addicted to this. That's not that bad. I mean. I mean, obviously, I would like. It cringes me out. Like it really does. Um, I used to only like smoke these when I was drinking, and then I was like, I did not understand how someone could smoke it sober. I like they just make me feel like nauseous looking at it. Yeah, that just changes. Crazy how that happens. Nicotine, bitch, it sneaks up on you. (laughs) It's crazy. I would like literally walk by smokers when I was young, like. Yeah. <laughs> same, same. We all fucking did that. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Okay. Do we keep talking or do we wrap it up? Should, should we just think of one more thing? Like, yeah. what's something like, okay, what, what did we talk about in our last podcast? Like, what's everything we covered? I don't know what we talked about. You have to do an accent as well. 
Oh yeah, you do have to do an accent, please. Like the most outlandish accent that you can think of. Like, yeah, let's go like. Jersey Shore. That's the hardest one. Scottish. It's like that vibe. What's the question? The crazy things that influencers do and don't talk about. It is a good question, but, like, also... Because you know there's some. There's some, but, like, none of them, I feel like... The ones that come to mind are, like... Couldn't couldn't say. Right. Or they're boring. Right, right, right. How to get the shot, like... Right, yeah. It's like, you're just like... Now I'm cold. Now I'm cold. Now I'm, like, shivering. Use that. You tell them hi, right? Like this. (laughs) (laughs) Sunglasses. <laughs> Literally. Wait, can you, can you grab? Can you grab the throw on my bed? Yeah. <laughs> we just can can you pair some sunglasses, please. <laughs> the biggest pair you can find. This is better. This is like. I feel oh, like this is so. Our try lattes. That's cool. Right? Yeah. That one's really soft. It is really soft. We got really cold. Our try lattes made us cold. <laughs> one of our questions people wanted to us to answer was how to deal with toxic friends just threw that out there um (laughs) nobody asked that (laughs) should we light it should we smoke a little bit more you're a genius (laughs) oh my god i love that for him and for her me too i mean she can do so much better yeah (laughs) So much better, but um, teach their own. You like shiver really hard, really quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I gotta get it out. I feel like that helped. I feel like it helped. Would you ever like convert religions if someone wanted you to? Um. <clears throat> I mean, I guess it depends on why, like... (laughs) (laughs) What if they just asked? (laughs) Probably. Dude, I've had two friends convert to Judaism. Yeah, I was about to say. For the right I could see myself, like... I could see myself, like, um... If I was dating someone Jewish and, like, it was important to their family that I converted, but, like, they didn't really care Mm -hmm. that I don't ever see myself being religious, you know? And it was kind of just, like, you could do this if you want to, but my mom said I can only marry a Jewish girl. Then, like, (laughs) maybe, um, but then it would just be doing it to, like... Appease someone. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't see... Cause it's not I just feel like is like is it even like worth it then like to like convert to a religion and say that you are something that you aren't like if I wasn't gonna like take it seriously and practice it like I don't know well, that you would have to take it seriously like to or yeah should I yeah I mean you'd have to take it seriously to for it to like successfully um, like pass <clears throat> like to become to trend that's transition. true yeah like you have to learn um, Hebrew a little bit. Yeah, there are steps to that. I forget. You have to take like a full like course almost. Yeah. Sophie's converting to Judaism. Really? Yeah. I like that. This is some ASMR. Quite shy. Quite shy.
try and grab. And that's a motorcycle. <laughs> Those noises are just like not. <laughs> now we've just gone into like the awkward noises segment. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like sneezing and coughing and like <laughs> slurping. <laughs> Two girls wrapped in blankets doing ASMR. <laughs> You're like, people are gonna love this podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys, it's been four hours. Let's, let's get a button on this. Let's get a button on this. <laughs> it has not. It's been four hours. <laughs> Only ever put out like a two-hour podcast longest, and then I just drop a four-hour podcast on people. <laughs> okay, so let's just go with the influencer thing. See if you can think of anything. What's the dumbest thing you've seen someone in LA do? It's pretty broad. This was yeah, my number one, like, I grew up in TikTok LA pretty much, comment. so the dumbest thing you can, you, the dumbest thing you could see someone in LA do? Mm-hmm. That's the number one liked one? Yeah influencers oh the influencer one. Oh yeah no it was just like what do influencers do like cra- what was it what was it what are crazy things influencers do that they don't yeah, talk that, about yeah. yeah it's different than dumbest what's seeming like an influencer you know what i mean like yeah. i don't really think of it like that i don't think there's like there's a some niche for that anymore it's kind of like every like everyone to some extent like well no that's what like there's some there's so many influencers that i can think of but i wouldn't like say like um i'm friends with any of them really you know what i mean they're just people you know they're just people on tiktok and stuff but maybe um, they look at us like that who fucking knows <laughs> i don't really look at myself like an influencer because <laughs> i'm so bad at posting content yeah like, i i think of influencers of people who like that's like how they look at their job like they post consistently they have a formula like they like do a bunch of like i don't know i just kind of like maybe i'm a fucking influencer and i don't even know it maybe that's <clears> how people look at me i don't fucking know yeah but i don't really look at myself like that i don't know so that's when i think of influencers i think of um like beauty bloggers but i look at them i think of like those girls that like you know that girl on tiktok that like makes clothes no cool <laughs> <laughs> um ugh. I look at like influencers. Who who the fuck's an influencer? Is Charlie D'Amelio an influencer? <clears throat> is that an influencer? What do um, you mean? That's the right. Yeah. Thing. What the fuck is an influencer? Is it just someone with followers? Is that an influencer? That's the thing. Is like I feel like everyone's considered an influencer who has. Is that it? A that's platform. the only pre Because they're influential. But is, like it didn't used to be, not like like it didn't always used to be called that. So it's any it's anyone with Instagram. That's an influencer. Is that an influencer, Sam? Anyone wow. with like followers online, or like, what would you define? I feel like, I feel like a, but a what if they don't? Following. A substantial following. Like if, if you're like, even if you're posting all the time and you have like, you know, five hundred followers. Yeah. yeah. Then you're, well, yeah. Then you're yeah. not really influencing no, enough, no, I enough mean, people obviously to be considered it. Obviously, someone with followers. Yeah, she that. goes. Anyone with an Instagram, Sam? Would you say? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyone who has the app on their phone? Thing <laughs> <laughs> like, like I thought that was implied. I'm sorry. That's my bad. Um, but yeah. I, I mean, like, um, like someone. I think I'm too high. Sorry. <laughs> no, give me a second. I'm gonna get this. I think an influencer. <laughs> I think an influencer. What I consider an influencer is someone whose main job is to do that. 
is to influence influence <laughs> online in particular right because mm-hmm. like musicians who have a lot of followers or models who have a lot of followers or actors like that's what i mean like influential social media people. people like social media people that's so, kind like, of what is i look it specific at specific to people who do only social media or like anyone who that's what i was that that's was like my that's question, like a blurred line that like because i you know I, i've got so that's why i was for like jobs is it where it says with, talent like, influencer and then i've gotten booked for you know yeah but i'm like yeah i don't fucking know like what who is an influencer like charlie is charlie that's my <clears throat> is charlie that's an influencer i guess she's a, i would say okay. charlie d'amelio what influencer. am i saying she's like the influencer i'm fucking stupid um I don't know, like, what's what. Like, I don't spend my time categorizing, yeah. like, who the influencers are and who, like, the... Because what? She's also a dancer. Like, she's yeah. a dancer, too. Like, I don't get it. I know. Like, that's why, you know? like, I don't understand, and she's also, like, like the... does reality... Like, I don't, like, you know, like, what is... Who is... What the fuck is... Are we... Is everyone with Instagram followers an influencer? I guess, in a broad term, yes. That's the answer. Yeah. Is yes. Anyone with Instagram followers is technically an influencer. It's just like <clears throat> some people are just that, I guess, too, as well. Yeah. Not in a negative way. Just that sounds kind of rude. But I mean, just like that's they that's don't have another job. job. Yeah. Cold, right? <laughs> we're, 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 we're almost done. <laughs> you look so cute. <laughs> I was trying to drink. I was about to drink the microphone. It looks like literally so cute. I know, pretty perfect. I'm literally gonna ball my eyes up. I'm gonna leave. (laughs) What do you watch on like TikTok? What's like? Can you start over? What (laughs) does don't stay stuff yet? What does your for you page look like? On TikTok, Mm -hmm. I don't think I have a good, good like curated for you page yet. Do I? Do you not go on TikTok that often? I do more recently. Like now, I do. That's I love like TikTok anyone now. Anyone who's not like addicted to TikTok, because I'm fucking so addicted, I'm like, wow, I look at you like a different person. <laughs> I'm so fucking addicted. Anyone who isn't addicted, you f- look out weird or? No, I'm like, wow, like, I remember what it was like before I was not addicted to TikTok. Oh, yeah. I'm like, it's just, it pulls you in so much. It's I, crazy. I have to make rules with it, so I literally don't go on it too much. Like I literally do you set like a time on your phone? I need. I just don't go past a certain time of night anymore. But I've like kind of um. I like instilled that I'm so strict, and then I for some reason I'm not right now. But I will get back into it. I go through phases. Yeah. Where I'll be like on my phone in bed, and I'll be falling asleep. My eyes will be closing while I'm scrolling, and then I'll be like, wake up, and Mm -hmm. then keep scrolling. I I know that's crazy. Asleep, (laughs) and I literally woke my ass up to continue scrolling. I don't even know what I looked at for the past hour. Like, (laughs) you know what I like? uh, Like, call that. I call that like I like masturbation. Like, you're literally jacking off your eyes. Like, I'm not kidding. That's how I look at it. No, that's That's actually so. Fucking doing. Yeah, it's your. I'm not absorbing anything. Just literal. Like, it's nothing. Yeah, literally nothing. It's crazy. We're all like obsessed with it. It literally like it feels like you're if you get like pleasure in your eyes. I'm not kidding. That's why I call it like why I think it's like that. Damn. Because it also kind of hurts. It does. Your eyeballs hurt. Mm-hmm. It's like this weird pleasurable feeling. Yeah. In your eyes. Also, when you rub your eyes, it feels really good. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> We're going lower with this. <laughs> 
Give us an accent. I'm Astro Major. Let's let's just give us an accent. The accents live and die with me. Or you could say, because um, no. you've been friends for a really long time, like the first thing that you each thought about each other, and then if it's still true today, <laughs> okay, so that could be your end note. All right. Mm-hmm. What was the first thing I thought of Scarlett? <laughs> you mean after I knew her? Um, I just guess like, like the first impression based off of what, like yeah, it could be like okay. like how okay, first impression. I thought Scarlett was so sweet and kind and lovely and like just cool normal gal that's what i like oh i thought it was normal in a good way <laughs> that's why it's <laughs> so nice that now? yeah okay honestly her first impression is like pretty true to how she is kind of thing do you think that a lot of people like i think that's just, feel just that way? A, a genuine person i think mm-hmm. some people just what you see is what you get that's yeah. how I feel. Some people aren't what you see is what you get. That's true. I think I just met a really nice girl and you ended up being a really nice girl. You know what I mean? You just like were who you were. Yeah. I would say Scarlet. the same for yeah. you. Like you've consistently like been like what I first thought of you. What was Which that? was I think we talked like we talked a- like a lot. I'm trying to think was that Warwick or was it at that party? That I don't we, like, know. Talked? I actually don't remember. I, I remember, remember us talking at Warwick, I think, mm-hmm. and we were like, oh my god, like, I'm so happy I met you. Like, I feel Did like, we say that? yeah, I remember this moment Stop, so specifically. No like, we were like, grab each other's shoulders, and we were like, she, we were like, dude, we have so much in common. Like, you're so, like, we need to hang out. And you're like, I just moved to LA. Um, but I remember that Stop. conversation That's and being like, I'm going to be friends with this girl for sure. And like, you know, like those moments that are like, um, you like remember it for a reason even though it's like i do that like a hundred times like a hundred times a night out (laughs) you know like for some reason like because i was like i knew i was like oh like this is like some like this is someone like for some reason Mm -hmm. she's gonna be in my life i have a memory like that but it wasn't this one this i don't my memory so bad but i remember something similar we're at on the rocks and i think it was dylan like dylan or like someone like in his friend group and you i like i remember in like that back room not the nicholson room like not the one upstairs but the back one Mm -hmm. and um you someone goes is this like uh your best friend or something and you look at me and we just started being friends and you go yeah (laughs) and i remember being like oh my god (laughs) best friends now i remember that that's so cute this girl's my best friend like we're best friends (laughs) that's so sweet Aw, I love that. No, that's sweet. I wish we both have a different one. I yeah. I like remember different ones because I don't even, like, did you even remember that? No, I don't remember that. Yeah. But, like, it doesn't feel like th- that, you know, <laughs> like, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> um, we used to, like, run on the rocks <laughs> every night. You ran to the ground. To the ground. <laughs> <laughs> like, we used to go there way too much dude way too much that was like one of my like favorite places in I, like that was actually like such a fun part of my life that, like, like i had like a perfect bar like a perfect besides like, yeah that death staircase pretty yes <laughs> one step <laughs> you never, are breaking your I neck never fell down that but like i remember being like this is terrible there, people <laughs> have died in this very <laughs> stairwell i could tell i could sense skills. it like, <laughs> it's so true I loved like that back room too. That was like so. The in- back room, like with the little like, like lights and stuff. And stuff. 
Oh, the upstairs yeah, in the wardrobe. Yeah, upstairs, yeah. Yeah. That was sick. I know. Like, we just felt so special. We were, like, just yeah. like, being up there because it was, like, our own little spot yeah. that, like, we could hang out. It's such an iconic part of LA. Like, I'm sure, like, so many people have such great experiences there. Yeah. You know? Like, I think it's, like, touched so many people in that way. Mm-hmm. It's just fun having, like, a regular spot where you, yeah. like, go and you just know you're going to have a good time because yeah. it's, like, the spot you go with your friends. Like, that feeling of... And it goes, like, so in and out of, like, being popular and relevant. So it's, like, you get it for a period of time because a whole other friend group doesn't think about it. So it's yours from Yeah. Them. No, you know, exactly. Just your, and then you give it away to somebody else. Yeah. And then it's Pass yours it again one year, you know, when no one yeah. else is coming except your friends for some reason. I feel like people have been having parties and stuff there more Recently, often now. yeah. I'm like, I love I this. Does Medford still run the door? Like the I think so. I think he does. And yeah. Barry. Barry I've probably met like maybe close to seventy to hundred times in my life. Like if, if I'm being realistic. He has no idea who you are. None. So <laughs> <laughs> No. we're like oh my god oh, barry he's just like has no, no idea we I exist love it i like really love it it gives me like it's like it's humbling it no. really is it's like it's humbling but it's just like i like love that you don't give a shit like you don't give a shit about me her anything you don't no, give a shit about you're doing any- your job you are just living for the moment and i fucking love you there's not many people like that anymore there's not many people that don't care as much as Barry cares. Yeah. yeah. They're not, like, they're not swayed by, like, you Not know, swayed by... Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. I literally love it. It's amazing. Barry doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit. He's way too cool. Are we yeah. dedicating this to Barry? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, worried about getting sued. <laughs> Ignore me. This is more my, more my paranoia, Jason. Yeah. I'm paranoid of, like, that kind of stuff getting sued for mentioning someone (laughs) who will never see this (laughs) i don't really go out anymore i should probably get back into it i go out like i i wish like i don't go out the way i used to i i go out and go home like i used to go out and have fun (laughs) yeah that used to be my life yeah now i just go to wear the outfit that i bought that week because I got new clothes that week and I wanted to wear them so that's my incentive to move out of my apartment and then I see people for 15 minutes and then I go home take my makeup off and smoke weed and go to bed yeah that is your pattern that's my the good old Irish exit routine yeah if Charlotte disappears for five minutes someone goes oh where's Charlotte I'm like she's in the bathroom calling an Uber I'll be right back (laughs) (laughs) and 10 out of 10 times I am right (laughs) <laughs> 10 out of 10. Hope you guys talk because you won't see her. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. I don't know what it is. It's probably, I don't know what that is. I used to enjoy it. Do you still have fun when you go out? I thought this um, was me just getting like, getting, finding interest in different things. Or I think it's, yeah. I think that we've like maybe kind of overdone it at one point too. Mm-hmm. And like, you can't recreate like, the experiences you've had yeah like and now it's like i would say like i have fun going out yeah um when i'm pickier about it but like the nights that i'm just like oh yeah like i'll just like go out because i want to see people and i like keep going out i don't cut this out i sound like rude. <laughs> no you're fine I'll but, go, I'll, yeah, um but do you know what i'm saying like i feel like nine out of ten times also, you're so just trying to have out. like that's like the culture where oh yeah like, don't even like the, it's like if you want to socialize you're going to probably go out of the house and go somewhere where you're mm-hmm. drinking which is going out 
um but like nine out of ten times i feel like you're trying to like capture what that like one out of ten time night that like you have a really great time like the right people end up being there and like everyone ends up being on a good vibe and like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but so like i do have fun going out but i think it's also partially back to like the drinking thing like i don't really enjoy drinking that much so that's probably why i'm losing all these things i used to like drinking and partying (laughs) they would actually i'm not kidding is like annoying because i'm not the one facilitating that change something inside me is so it's like annoying that i didn't get to decide this and now i'm just like suddenly like yeah. have to go home now yeah like you didn't just you didn't shut the door on yeah party. i didn't sh- I, kind of sh- <laughs> yeah. shut the door on me and like it literally is so boring i'm like i'm i wouldn't that's the uh, another i wouldn't benefit more or less if it was still there like i'd still be like doing the same amount of reckless behavior with with going out or not like not in that way just like in a way of like what i'd come home and like be on fucking tiktok like what's the big deal i could also be out having fun like i don't you know what i mean like it's not like that big of a fucking difference um but i just can't do it like i don't know why i don't know why i need to investigate this i like really thought about it and i think it's just I don't know it's probably like probably something sad <laughs> that's probably it you're like i probably don't want to know the answer <laughs> it's probably something out something i can't change yeah do you sweat like, do, you, like, do you get like pit stains these questions are just getting more and more profound hours <laughs> <laughs> roll by do you yeah like a normal amount i think i never used to sweat a lot but like if i'm wearing a shirt that goes like up into my armpits Mm -hmm. i'll get pit pit stains yeah yeah we're still filming hey do you have nail polish remember in my um middle cabinet in the middle cabinet between the closet and the bathroom like that thing the middle cabinet between the closet and the bathroom let's see if she figures it out is she she saw my vision did he find it? There she goes. She Quick as a whip. If you were a color, how loud would you be? Someone asked me that the other day. How loud of a color? Yeah, like neon or pastel. I'd be um, the color purple. Like or a pastel purple? Or, or orange. Like a neon orange or a pastel orange? Don't neither. Yeah, what? That's how loud it would be. A medium orange. Okay. <laughs> I would see you as like more of like a deep red. Yeah. As me? Gal. Yeah. A burgundy. Right? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We both see the same color yeah. for you. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Literally? No, that's so interesting. I never would have thought that. Yeah. Why? Now I must know. Um because i'm depressing i don't because i don't think it's like loud but i don't think it's um i think i don't know a deep color probably because you're you are deep. you're deep wow <laughs> it rubs, burgundy is like it's like it's earthy it's deep. yeah it's like it's like rich it's like royal it's kind of like a it's a very like bold color without being like loud and obnoxious okay exactly. yeah I'm but it's not a quiet color it's not boring i'm getting sold what color would you say i am Oh my god. Bubblegum pink. 
That's how I look at you, though. Like a perfect flower. I take back the royal burgundy. (laughs) (laughs) Or or sky blue. I go see that. What would you say for her? I think sky blue. Yeah. Or like a or like a lilac. That was Charlotte's color. The color she thought she was. (laughs) I could see you as green. Okay. Yeah. I think like a forest green. Like like bright enough that it's still like but not like obnoxious are we reading each other's auras is that what we're doing how do we find out what our actual auras are can we google can we google what uh what colored auras mean and find out what all our things are yeah what does like sky blue aura mean okay red well-rounded energetic strong willed um (laughs) and then what did we say for uh scarlet we said for blue and pink blue is intuitive spiritual free thinker there's no um, pink on here. The closest would be violet, perhaps. <laughs> Wise, intellectual, independent. Is for what? Violet. Okay. Um, green is social, communicator, nurturing. I feel like these are all pretty accurate. Yeah. I feel like this is a horoscope thing. Yeah. <laughs> you can just throw anything. <laughs> you could kind of like relate to anything that they yeah. say. You're like, I am stronger. Yeah. <laughs> How do you usually close out, close off, signing off? Thank you, Scarlett, for coming on this podcast. I hope this isn't the last time. What'd you say? It wasn't the first and it won't be the last. (laughs) (laughs) Bring that up. (laughs) Um... Thanks for having me, Charlotte. You're an incredible host. (laughs) Thank you, Sam. And goodbye. (laughs) Ladies! Wow. (laughs) Some hard work out of you two today.